Good morning, church. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that one more time so you guys don't have to have Ted speak on your behalf. Good morning, church. Eh, it's wonderful to see you. Thank you for joining us at home, church, in person, online, in the future. I don't know. I'm not here to decide where you are. But if you are currently here, we're going to start off by having everybody stand up and say hello to one another.
could have everybody take your seats. You know, Amanda and I were joking just a couple minutes ago. One of the best things about this church is I have to interrupt your meeting and greeting to announce a meet and greet. So thanks for, thanks for jumping on the ball early, guys. And before you sit down, saying hi to everybody. Before we get started, we uh, have a few announcements. We have a side-by-side -side widow ministry for widows and widowers. They will be meeting the first Saturday of every month at 10 a.m. starting <clears throat> February 4th at Jane Morrill's house. So you can contact Jane or the church office for more information. We are uh, asking just to help us keep the children's area clear. We still have some people who hang out near the children's area. It is for drop-off and pick-up only. Uh, if you remember, uh, if you've ever been to an airport, think of it like that. <laughs> you come in, you drop off, you pick off, otherwise you're, you're walking around. If you need to speak to somebody who is volunteering their time back there, we just ask that you would wait until uh, they are done with their duties so that they can continue doing what they need to do. Men's breakfast is January 28th. Go on, Ron, you can cheer. <laughs> If you are a man and you love breakfast, uh, that sounds like a weird combo, right? If you're a man, uh, <laughs> Black Bear Diner, January 28th, uh, the one in Sparks, it is 8 a.m. If you need more information, you can contact Ron Sherwood. If you're curious, what will they be serving? The menu is online. So <laughs> you, can, you can pick what you want first. Also January 28th, we have uh, Bill Warner's Celebration of Life that will be at 11 a.m. here at Home Church. Bill's family would like to invite everybody to celebrate and remember his life. Uh, we would ask that you would call the church to RSVP so that we can get a head count for the reception. So if you are planning on attending, please just call the church office so that we know how many will be attending. January 29th, uh, we have a mission speaker, Jonathan Dotry, and he will be giving the message. Yeah. You guys want to clap. He might be watching. I don't know. <laughs> Make him feel excited. Uh, so we will be collecting a love offering to assist him because he is going to be leaving uh, for a mission. So just be prepared for that. End of the year giving statements are available for pickup at the welcome counter. So if you need... Uh, tax information for your tithes and offerings, we've got that for you. And finally, uh, certainly not la least, we have the Life Group sign-up sheet for people who are interested in leading or opening your home. That is at the Welcome Center. So if you are interested in leading a Life Group, which I can tell you is awesome, uh, or if you are uh, interested in hosting a Life Group, with, which Kristen can tell you is awesome, uh, <laughs> Today is the last day to sign up for either of those roles. After this, we will be signing up for which life group you want to attend. So today is still leaders and hosts, and then afterwards we'll be doing uh, attendees. <clears throat> and at this point, we're going to go into our time of giving and worship. We just want to thank everybody who has been uh, faithful in your tithes and offerings. We cannot do what we do uh, without it. 
and it is biblical. There's so many reasons uh, <laughs> to do tithes and offerings, and because of that, we offer three ways in which you can. You can do it online, through our website, in person, box at the back of the sanctuary, or through the mail. And as we go into our time of worship, uh, I just want to remind everybody to silence your phones, uh, and we're about to enter our time of prayer. So if you could bow your heads with me. Father, we are so thankful that we are able to meet, uh, to join together and sing your praises, and to join together and, and give of our own first fruits in order to finance your mission here on earth. We thank you so much for the abilities that we have to be generous with our time and our money. And we just ask that your spirit would descend upon us today, that we would feel closer to you through our singing, that we would feel changed through Pastor Carlos's message. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet this morning, church. Who's ready to worship Jesus Christ this morning? Amen. We have some birthdays in the house. Um, we all want to say happy birthday to Kenny Bauer. Kenny Bauer. We want to say bir uh, happy birthday to uh, Mike Dresback. And happy birthday. And, um, you know, before we even go into, pr uh, into, into worship right now, I want to pray for a dear, a dear sister of ours who does not live in this state but is faithful, um, who um, is wonderful in, in encouraging us when at times she is the one who needs to be encouraged. And um, I want to lift up uh, our sister, um, Jan Moyer. And um, so I'd like to, I would like for uh, someone to pray for her right now. So I ask Sister Jeannie if you come down and uh, pray for our sister Jan Moore and just that God send his love to her and uh, as she's watching online. Amen. Oh, Father God Almighty, you know exactly what's going on in Jan's life. And Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just draw close and near. May you bring peace, Father. May you give her rest, strengthen her in this moment, Father God. Let her know that she has a family surrounding her in prayer. Move in a mighty way in her life. In the strong name of Jesus, amen. 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 Jen. Church says hello. Everyone say hello on three. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. Amen. And it's so good to see our sister um, uh, Laura and Raquel, her mother, beautiful mother Raquel, back with us. Amen. Amen. Sickness is a is a crazy thing, but how many know um, God can overcome sickness? And so we we just thank you for that. Who's ready to trade their sorrows? This morning, amen, amen. One, two, three, four. Trading my pain, 
salvation in the name of Jesus. Demons flee at the name of Jesus. My family saved by the name of Jesus. And it's by the blood of Jesus we are set free. Jesus is Lord to the glory of God and we thank you for that thank you Jesus that we can lay down our sorrows our hurts our pains and leave them to you to heal thank you for being here today thank you Lord that you have declared that uh, our pastor can speak wholeness into us we pray that you will go before him as he brings the message to us. Thank you that he's bold enough to address the fact that we all have things inside that are bad. And Lord, the Bible declares that it is by the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony that we can overcome because you have overcome the world. We thank and praise you for that. So now we pray that you would use the Holy Spirit's words through the voice of Pastor Carlos to share with us that we can be free because of that wonderful name we speak, Jesus. And it is in Jesus' precious name we come. Amen. Amen. Your name is life. Break every stronghold through the shadows, burn like a fire. Your name is power. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. say this morning some of us need his power because we're going through some shadows in life right now we need his healing this morning 
we need life to be breathed into us this morning. Do I got a witness in the house? Amen. Amen. So I want to go ahead and drop the keys and I want to sing this a cappella. Speak these out. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to second what Pastor Barb said this morning. God, I want to thank you for the privilege and the honor it is to preach your word. For the ability to speak your gospel to your people, to the love of your life. What an honor and a privilege it is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. What an honor it is to be in your house. What an honor it is to be in your presence to be able to speak the name, to sing the name, to praise the name of Jesus without any repercussion. The blood of Jesus over this service, over your word that you gave me. May it not be my words, but your words. I pray, God, that you penetrate, Lord, the hardest heart. God, that you would patch and care for the hurt heart. The blood of Jesus over your word. May we leave here changed, not the same. Not in my name, not in the church's name, not in the organization's name, but in your name. In Jesus' name we pray, we thank you. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Thank you, church. Thank you, musicians. Appreciate you this morning. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to say welcome to Home Church of the Nazarene. If you're visiting with us, we're so glad to have you here this morning. My prayer is that God speak to you and you leave here um, with uh, not only with some more understanding when it comes to this topic, but that it help you this year, this month, this week. Uh, because what I'm about to talk about right now, people make decisions regarding the, uh, on this on this issue, and that changes their whole life um, in, in a moment, in a, in a, just in a moment, in a relationship. And so uh, this is part two of the series "Battles Within," and today we're going to be talking about anger. Somebody say anger. anger. Last week we spoke about what? What was last week? Insecurities. <clears throat> and so today. If, if, uh, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're new here, if you're watching online, if you're new with, with us this morning, and you feel you have some insecurities in your life, I would encourage you to go back to last week's uh, sermon 
and may God speak to you about insecurities. But today, I want to talk about anger. And I got a confession to make. Is that okay if I'm honest as your pastor? Amen. Can I be honest? Thank you, sister. Amen. She wants to know what it is. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. When it, when it comes to anger, um, I, I battle with anger every now and then. Thank you for that. Thank you for your honesty, brother. I appreciate that. Um, what I've realized sometimes in life, though some of the sweetest people on earth, some of the nicest and sweetest people on earth can be some of the angriest and meanest people also. I'm going to say that again. What I've realized in life, sometimes some of the sweetest people on earth, some of the nicest people that you will see face to face can be some of the angriest, some of the meanest people inside. If we all say amen together, no one's going to know I'm talking about you. The Bible has a lot to say when it comes to anger. Anger. Somebody say anger. anger. And I hope someone's here today. I pray to God. I know, we're, I know we're having a good time and we're laughing, but I pray to God someone's not here perpetrating, putting off this vibe that they don't get angry, that they, they don't have anger, that they don't deal with anger. I hope we can be honest. Actually, if you look around this church, you might see someone who gets real angry. Go ahead and look around right now. You could just be honest. Just, how many know we're a family? Look around. You could look around and just see who, who there's someone in your row that gets really angry. If you're looking around, if, if someone's looking straight at me, that's them right there. If they're not looking around, it's, it's them right there. Almost every day I, I, I hear and I read about something that someone did as a result of anger. They don't know how to handle the anger, road rage. You hear about that person in, in Las Vegas followed that lady home all because she, she cut him off. She, she cut her, and, and he followed her home and he, he did something that he regret. Anger. All because of anger. Anger. Life issues. How many know we all have life issues? Life issues. So I want to go to the book of Colossians. Go to Colossians with me. And then after Colossians, you're probably going to have a hard time uh, following me. I'm like, I got so many verses coming at you, so you, I would just encourage you to write them down. Colossians 3.8. Colossians 3.8. While I'm reading these verses, the Spirit of God spoke to me heavily. Colossians 3 it says right here, but now you yourselves are put off all these, are to put off all these. What's that first word? Anger. What's that first word? Anger. Anger wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. But now you yourselves are to put off all these things. Anger, Wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Wow. You could tell a lot what, what's in a person by what comes out of their mouth. You can, you, I, I've talked to people who are hurt, who have been hurt by the world, who have been hurt by the church, who have been hurt by someone in their life, but what's inside comes out. 
And if the fruits of the Spirit are within inside, the fruits of the Spirit are going to come out. But if God is not living inside, I don't care if they come to church every Sunday, which they should, but if the fruits of the Spirit is not coming out, if it's anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, how many know we need Jesus? These are talking to me because I can curse. I can swear. Now, when I said that, some of your eyes got real big. I don't know why. You're supposed to say, so can I, Pastor. Am I? Okay, thank you. I I honestly thought for a second that I said, man, I I can curse. I can swear. I didn't say I, I, I said I can. But we choose not to. Amen? I want to go to a verse right here, James chapter 1, verse 20. James chapter 1, verse 20. It says, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. The wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. That's, That's a powerful verse. Your anger... Me flying off the handle, cursing people out, giving people a piece of your mind does not produce the righteousness of God in that person or in yourself. When we scream and yell and we curse, it might change the situation for a minute, but it's not a lasting change. It's not a forever change. This does not produce the righteousness of God. The wrath of man does not produce that. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 16, it says right here, A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. I got another one coming your way. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. The scripture saying, when you go off the handle, when we go off the handle, when we, when we start just losing control, we're a fool. I was going to say, look down in the aisle and see how many fools you have in the aisle, but I'm not going to say that because I'd be, the first one, I'd be the first one for you to look at. Thank you, brother. Anger is like an alarm. God gives us signals. The Bible says when you start going off, your emotions, it's a dangerous thing. How many know your emotions, living by your emotions can be very dangerous? Emotion, though, that God gives you, you know, it, it signals that something's wrong. God gives you the emotion of anger. We all get angry. There are different kinds of angers. There are righteous angers where you, you're angry about something that's been wrong to somebody. There's a righteous anger. We know what anger we're talking about here this morning. This anger right here is, is signaling that something is wrong. It's like a headache. We, we, we can feel it. We can sense it. Something's coming, and we, we got a decision to make. Are we going to handle it? Are we going to take care of this? But let me recognize this morning, God uses the feelings to show us something is wrong, and how we're acting, how we're viewing in the moment is what's going to matter right here. Psalms 37, verse 8, it says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes 
harm. Wow. It causes harm. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting others while you're angry. Proverbs chapter 22, 24 says, make no friendship with an angry man. And with a furious man do not go. Least you learn his ways. And set a snare for your soul. I heard an interview of a, a, a man who was sitting in prison who said, I wish to God somebody could have told me and helped me with my anger issues when I was a child. Make no friendship with an angry man and with the furious man do not go, lest you learn his ways and set a snare for your soul. Very simple. If you see a person with anger, with an anger issue, don't go around them. Let me just talk, I gotta, I just gotta, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something to the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> if, you're, if you're dating, I don't care how old you are, I mean, we, I don't care if you're 79, if you're 69, if you're 39, if you're 29, if you're dating somebody, courting somebody, and they got an anger issue, they start flying up the handle, you better leave him now. I know you think you can change him. I know you think you can make him better, but you can't. Only God can change him. I'm telling you right now, I've seen it, and if he puts his hands on you. Can the lady say amen? Amen. Now, for the guys. Proverbs chapter 21. Better to dwell in the wilderness. <laughs> what? I, better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. Amen. Now I'm proud of I'm proud of the ladies, but I can sense there's there's some men here that want to say amen, but they're nervous. <laughs> they're ner- they're nervous right now. Uh, if you, so guys, just do me a favor, just wink, just wink at me <laughs> on the opposite side of where your girl's sitting, just wink. And uh, thank you for that, thank you, brother, thank you, thank you. No, look, this is, this is scripture, right? no, paint a picture in your head, the Bible's saying it's better for you to get a tent and a sleeping bag and go into the woods than, and go into the wilderness than to be with a, a woman who has an anger issue. Ephesians 4 26 says, be angry and do not sin. We're going to get angry. Each and every one of us are going to have anger, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Be angry, and when you become angry, when you have anger come up on you, don't sin by letting the sun go down on unresolved issues in your life. Unresolved issues. I had somebody call me. He said, Pastor, I need to talk with you. There's something going on. Blah, 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 blah. It, it was, it, it, this could have caused a relationship to, it, it, and next thing you know, healing, restoration. Wow. They did not allow the sun to go down on their wrath. The Bible says, fix it before the day's over. 
The question is, how do you fix it? There's a lot of principles when it comes to anger, but I want to highlight two issues. This first one, I want to thank Dr. Charles Stanley as I observed what he, in his book, something that is very powerful right here, and this is number one. You have to learn how to surrender what's called, number one, yield unyielded rights. Yield unyielded rights. One of the reasons why people get so angry, one of the reasons why I've been so angry sometimes is we feel we have the right to something. We think we have the right to own, to control. It's my right. I own. Some people get mad when they're told to do something because they feel they have the right. And maybe they do have the right, but they allow their anger to get the best of them. And all the teacher was trying to do, all the police officer was trying to do, all your boss was trying to do, all you can name it, all they were trying to do is doing what they were told, all the church security guard was trying to do. All Ron Sherwood was trying to do, and you cop an attitude with him. I can say that because no one's copping an attitude with Ron. <laughs> you're angry, you're mad, it's, it's my right. How dare you tell me I gotta sit here, I gotta do that, whatever it is. You're angry. At the end of the day, it all comes down to rights. But I gotta say this morning, we don't have any rights. We don't have rights. Only a few people said amen, so I'm going to go to the scripture right now. Psalms 24. <laughs> Psalms 24 says, the earth is the Lord's. Thank you. The earth is the Lord's. And all its fullness. The world and all those who dwell therein. Wow. Everything on earth belongs to God. You know what that means? I don't, thank you, I don't own anything. I know I like to think it's my house, it's my car, it's mine, it's my, no, 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 it's God's house, it's God's car. He gave me the job, he gave me the money, it's his. So to the unbeliever, for someone who doesn't believe in God, that's, hey, it's still God's. And to the believer, it's still God. So no matter where you fall, on what side, it all belongs to God. And he can give and he can take in a moment. Amen. Nothing is mine. Nothing is mine. No ministry is mine. No vehicle is mine. Nothing is mine. Amen. I remember having a conversation with my kids years ago, and I said, you know, I want to I buy a car when you guys are, when you, I bought a car when they were born. And I said, I want to keep this car all the way until they hit 18 and give it to one of them and keep the car in the family, something that I wish my grandparents would have done with the, 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 the Chevy Impala that they had. Okay. 
I can, I can go back on all these cars that they had. Oh, my gosh. And, and they even say today, man, we wish we would have kept it. We wish we would have kept it. And, and so I thought to myself, well, I have, I have this, this little Kia Amante. It's a little, it's a little nice little car. Um, you know, it had its problems here and there. But I wanted to keep the vehicle and just give it to my kids. And maybe they could look back and say, wow, that's cool. You know, what, and, you know it's kind of like an oldie. It'd be like an, a newer oldie. I don't know. <laughs> but but and, 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 and so I'm keeping this car. I'm doing, you know. And one day... One day, we're all inside the house, and got a knock on the door, and this guy, uh, he opens the door, and he throws this package, he has an attitude, and I've seen him before, but he just looked like he had a stressful day, and I'm going, man, okay, and I get the package, and all right, well, then I get another knock at the door, like two minutes later, and I look, and he looks at me, and he says, hey, uh, I want to come outside, I'm, I'm so sorry, he, he's sweating, he's sweating, I mean, He's sweating. He looks scared. Looks like someone just died. And I go outside, and my car is totaled. The delivery driver ran into my car because he was in a hurry, took the whole side and the front to pieces. In that moment, I, was, I had so much thoughts going through my mind. I was thinking all these things but I was looking at him and I was thinking, you know, he, um, and he's telling me, he says, you know, I, I, I can pay you, I can pay you on the side, please let's not report this. And blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? I said, we gotta do it the right way. We gotta do this the right way. We, we have to report this, man. I, I understand, but, but you know what? I've seen you, I've seen you drive around. I've seen you drive around, I've seen you work hard. I'm going to write a letter to your boss and let them know how good of a worker you are. And you just, it's just an accident. No one got hurt. And I'm going to tell you, only God through me could have done something like that. Because there's a lot of people, lawsuit, oh, here we go, oh my gosh, pictures, oh, I can't believe it, oh, my car. God says, is that car yours? Is, is that your vehicle? He's, is are, are you gonna are you gonna cause someone to get fired and lose their job and their kid their kids and to cause it over a mistake over a material thing? Are you gonna lose your testimony and start cursing, start going off the handle, start swearing, get angry? Are you gonna lose? Or are you gonna be the light of the world and show grace and mercy? Amen. What are you gonna do? He still has his job. And he's still doing a wonderful job. And God gave me a new car. <laughs> Can somebody say amen? amen? Anger. It's my right. It's my thing. I remember one time. A dear pastor of mine who I dearly love. I played at a Christian festival and somehow there was some miscommunication. He, over, they, he thought maybe we played at a bar or something and he, he told us, he said, hey, you cannot, you cannot play there anymore. You cannot do this anymore and if you do this, you're gonna be off all ministry. And, and I, told, I said, Pastor, this is, a Christian fellow, this is a Christian concert. We're not playing at the... He said, if you continue playing this, you're gonna sell your soul like Elvis and you're gonna sell your soul like you're gonna, you know, the Katy Perry, all these people who started in church and he just cared for me. 
He wasn't trying to control me. He was just caring for me. And I, I understood. So the next thing I know, all the ministries that, 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 that I, they weren't mine, but all the ministries that I was in, I was kicked off all ministry at such a young age. I worked so hard for all these ministries, but because I played at a Christian festival, I got kicked off all these ministries. And all of a sudden, God says, are those you, are they mine? And next thing I know, bitterness started rising up within my heart. I'm thinking, I didn't do anything wrong. How could you do this to me? And the next sermon he preached, he started preaching on, they sold their souls to rock and roll. And I'm sitting in the front row, and I'm there, and the whole church knows why I got in trouble. And I'm sitting there, and he's preaching a sermon on this. And I had a decision to make. It was either to run from the will of God, to leave with an attitude, to get upset, or to stay in my place, to humble myself, and to make my heart right not only with God, but with my pastor. And by God's grace, by God's grace, I said, Lord, my life, it's not mine. It's yours. I could run and go anywhere, but unless you tell me to go, I'm staying in my place. And my heart is not right with you. And my heart is not right with my pastor. It don't belong to me. God forgive me. And from there, years went by, and I told God, I said, if I can't serve on the platform, if I can't serve here, if I can't serve anymore, I will serve with my wallet. And I will serve with feeding the hungry. I will serve with telling people about Jesus. And I will serve with bringing people to our church because our church is about telling people... That is the heart God is looking for. But I'm going to tell you right now, it didn't come easy. But I'll tell you right now, if I would have left out of anger, if I would have left and said, this is mine, it's this anger, if it would have got a hold of me, I would not be standing with you here today. Nothing belongs to me. Things are constantly trying to cause something to arise in me. Like when I tell my kids to clean their room and I go back upstairs and their room's still not clean because they're talking to their toys. Not Carlos. Not Mateo. Not Ari. She's looking at me right now. She's going, hey, it's you, Ari. And so I got this thing. I, I, you know, I got this, this feeling. I'm, I'm walking. And, it's not yours. It's their room. It's not yours. I'm going, yeah, but I pay the bills. Uh, uh, you know, okay. Uh, was, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, it's like, you know what, Carl, are you going to lose your cool? Are you going to start, you know, because there's a lot of people who know how to control their anger, but they just push it down. They just keep pushing it down. They just keep it. And finally, the parent who says, I would never discipline my kids. I can't believe that. Next thing you know, they're yelling and screaming at their kids. And God says, if you just do it my way, and just discipline how I say, there's no anger, there's love. Spare the raw spoil of the child. Can somebody say amen? amen? Hey. It's not mine. We, at the end of the day, people don't even have to treat us the way we want to be treated. If they disrespect us, I want to encourage you right now. 
Just say, hey, it's not me. It's not my reputation. It's not about me. It's about him. I'm a servant of him. You want to call me that? Okay. You want to listen to gossip about that? Okay. I'm serving him. It's not about me. It's about him. That's a tough piece of meat to chew. But I started chewing on it years ago. And as I continued doing that, it became easier to swallow. Or you can make a choice this morning to continue living in anger. Being a secret angry person. What's that song? Secret agent man. Be like secret angry man. Number two, expectations. Somebody say expectations. This, is a, this, is a, this one right here um, is one that, that just came to my mind. Expectations. Um, here's why. Some people get upset when they have expectations. You have expectations. Um, you, you, go, you go to dinner. You go out with your, 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 your date, and you have expectations. And those expectations are met. You go home after a long day of work, your wife's there, and you have expectations. And those expectations aren't met. Your husband, you have expectations for your husband, and those, hus- those expectations aren't met. You have expectations for your kids, and those expectations aren't met. You have expectations for your church, your pastor, your, your leader. You have expectations and the expectations aren't met. People get upset and go off. They have expectation of something that is not fulfilled, and you expect something, it doesn't happen. When these expectations are not met, we get angry. But here's what the Bible says right here about expectations. I want to go to Psalm 62. I love what the writer says right here. Psalm 62, as I get ready to close. Truly, my soul silently waits for God. From him comes my salvation. He only is my rock, my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. My soul wait patiently for God alone. For my what? Expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. For my expectation is from him. The Bible says our expectations in life should be pointed toward God and nothing else. I promise you, when you put your expectations on people, they at times will disappoint you. There's nothing wrong with having expectations. When you put your expectations on humans, they make mistakes. Humans will let you down. Never put your hope in a human being. 
Again, I want to say that it's okay to have expectations. Even though Jesus had expectations for the disciples. I was just talking about this uh, with someone the other day. Jesus says, hey, you come pray with me. Come pray with me. And what, what were the disciples doing? They were asleep. He goes back, hey, can you come pray with me? He had expectations. He wanted them to... What were they doing again? Sleeping. He didn't get angry. He didn't allow his anger to get the best of him. It's okay to set expectations, but don't allow your anger to get you. Trust God. And when you trust God, when you truly trust God, he already knows. God already knows he's put enough in you to be able to handle what he's allowed to come into your life. Whatever that is, whatever expectation that is. People can disappoint you. But it needs to be Christ and Christ only. I like what the writer says. He says, I'm waiting silently for God. My hope is in God. My expectation is in him. He is my rock. He is my shield. He is my defense. That's convicting to me because he says, I wait silently. There's a lot of people waiting on God, but... They're waiting, but they're not waiting silently. They're complaining. They're not waiting. He says, I'm waiting silently. And my expectation is in God. Don't put your hope in people. Don't put your hope in things. Don't put your hope in your husband. Don't put your hope in your wife. Don't put your hope in your kids. Don't put your hope in your boss. Don't put your hope in your pastor. Yes, I said it. I'm not a God. I'm a human just like you. Don't put your hope in your education. Don't put your hope in your government. Don't put your hope in this world. Don't put your expectations on nothing else but Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only trust in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. I love that song. You know, some people live with anger in their heart towards someone because of an expectation. And now they have anger toward them. And whether you know it or not, The anger that you're allowing to live within your heart unfortunately affects your relationship with God. And then we wonder why people feel so far from God. Good people. These are good people. These are people we live life with, people we share life with. Good people. But just like when someone has a headache, there's that frown, there's that scowl, there's that, there's that discomfort. And there are people who have them quite frequently. They get this, these headaches and you can either pop a quick ibuprofen and take care of it for a temporary time or you can really get down to the bottom of the issue, figure it out. And just like someone who has a spiritual headache, it's a signal, it's something that God is saying, something is wrong, something's not right. Don't allow the sun to go down on this wrath on your life. Don't allow this to happen. Instead of taking that pill, you get down to the issue and say, okay, it's time to do some surgery. Let me talk about this. Let's make this right. Let's get this out in the open. Let's, may there be reconciliation. 
because this anger is taking me down. And we can put whatever face we want on it, whatever excuse, run from the problem, quit. I had every excuse in the book why I could have to justify. But then I would wonder why God would not be hearing my prayers because I had unresolved anger in my life. And instead of dealing with it, I run away. I get angry. I blow up. All because they had an expectation of someone. Only have an expectation on Christ. Because I promise you, he will never let you down. I will say this, sometimes it doesn't come as quick as we want it to. God, I have an expectation. I'm waiting silently. I'm still... But I promise you this, when he does come, it's always on time. It's always on time. You're going to get angry. You're going to get mad. How do you say angry in Spanish? Enojo. You're going to get mucho enojo. But sin not. Amen? Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads. Amen. Hallelujah. Battles within. Now, you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. A fool vents all his feelings. But a wise man holds them back. A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. (sighs) This morning, we can't do that on our own. We can't do that on our own strength. We need to allow God to help us through this. We need to yield our unyielded rights. The expectations that we have, we need to put on God and and know that humans are faulty. Humans, we're not perfect. And so this morning, uh, this morning I want to just open the altars and just allow us to come together and pray together. Maybe this morning 
anger isn't something you're battling with right now. Yeah. Maybe you're something completely different. You say, you know, I. No matter what it is, we want to open the altars this morning and allow us to come and be able to pray, get a hold of God. Maybe you're sitting with somebody right now who needs healing, who who needs a breakthrough in their life. Come down to the altar and pray. Just come down and kneel at the feet of Jesus. Maybe you do need to repent. God's all he's looking for is honesty this morning. It's all he wants. Yes, I get angry. But God, I give you my anger. I give you my expectations. I give you. I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. I've been I have this expectation of this person, I have this expectation of, of how things should go, how things should be, whatever it is, I God, I'm sorry. I don't want to carry this anymore. God, I'm sorry. Burn like a fire. Come down and pray at the altar. Don't leave this place regretting. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadow. Burn like a fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark starts to break. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Yes, God. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, God, for all these. Lord, at your feet this morning, I plead the blood of Jesus, God, over these situations, Lord. God, I pray your blessing right now, God. Your anointing, God, your blessing, your love, God. The blood of Jesus, Lord, over these children, God, over these teens, I pray right now in Jesus' name. God, we believe you can break the strongholds. You can break these strongholds, God. The blood of Jesus right now. 
stand this morning. years ago 
when my wife and I were sitting there and there was bitterness within my heart. There was an anger, there was a hurt, there was an embarrassment, a sadness. And I remember sitting there and I'm thinking, if I go to that altar, people are going to think I, I try to sell my soul to the devil. The devil started lying to me, saying all these things. But by God's grace, I'm so glad I didn't listen to the lie of enemy. I didn't care what people thought or what people said. I knew that I wasn't right with God because I had bitterness in my heart towards somebody who loved me, towards somebody who loves me, somebody who cared for me, just trying to share their experience with me. And by God's grace, we came down to the altar. We repented for unforgiveness and bitterness. And I walked away free. I walked away free. I walked away lifted. I was... And to this day, there's peace. To this day, there's freedom. God is so good. I know the Bible does say if, if we don't forgive, if we hold it in, he says, I won't forgive you. And that's a scary thing because there's a lot of people going to church with unforgiveness in their heart. But it's going to be a scary day on Judgment Day for us to stand before God who died for the person we're mad at, who died for us, who gave his all, who said, I forgive, but yet we ourselves could not forgive. And he says, if you can't forgive, I can't forgive you either. Church, don't allow anger to get the best of you. pray there are people I feel in my spirit I feel in my heart I don't know who I don't know what but there are people who are they need a lifeline right now they need a lifeline right now um, I got a few texts last night about some people in the hospital they need a lifeline and I'm not sure if, if, if I, I'm not sure if they would want me to bring so I'm not going to do that but God knows who they are if you know somebody this morning who needs a lifeline, God is in this place. The Holy Spirit is here. I want you to raise your hands, all eyes closed. If you need a lifeline in this place, you want to pray for somebody. You want to lift someone up. Maybe someone's on the verge of passing away. Maybe somebody has a sickness, maybe spiritual sickness. You're, you're worried. You're scared for that. You, whatever it is, you want to pray for them. You want to lift them up. Lift your hands right now to the, to the God of heaven. And we're going we're gonna to pray over them right now. We're going to send the Holy Spirit their way. And now they have a choice to make. Now, it's, now, it's, now the ball is in their court. And I pray to God that they, they allow the Holy Spirit, his love, to remind them how much he loves them. And how much we love them. And how much you love them. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for my loved one. I lift them up to you right now. This thing that they're carrying, you know what it is. I'm asking and I'm praying that you would intervene as we stand in the gap. 
this morning. I believe in Jesus' name that you would bring them back home. The blood of Jesus over my loved one, over the situation. In Jesus' name I pray. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. Give them a praise. Amen. God, we believe you for this, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many believe we serve a God who hears our prayers? Amen. Amen. Let's all bow our heads this morning. Brother Matt, if you want to come down and pray, bless us this morning. Hallelujah. Be blessed this Sunday. Be blessed this week. Again, if you're visiting with us, we're so glad to have you. If you're interested in anything, we have some cards here you can fill out. We're here for you. We thank you for visiting being here with us. Amen. Be blessed. Amen. Father, we are so thankful for everything that you provide. We are so thankful for you being who you are yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, God. And we are so thankful to be able to be reminded that sin that sometimes feels so little to us is so big to you. That the things that we feel are just normal in our lives can actually separate us from you. But we thank you so much that you provided a way out. That you sent your son to take the punishment for our anger, for our unforgiveness, for the bitterness in our hearts. That we might cast those things aside and put on the righteousness of Christ to be salt and light in this world. We thank you for that opportunity and we plead with you for the strength. We pray all of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 There's mercy. 